It has been 11 years. 21 movies. And 19 podcast episodes. And it all adds up to this. Welcome to the Marvel for another view episode of the newest Marvel movie, Avengers Endgame. I'm Sam. I'm Bono. Today, today we have two special guests, two uh, returning people from our interview podcast episode. I'm Vigo. I'm Ian. And now we're going to get our thoughts out about the newest installment of the Marvel Universe. Now, before we begin, I have a warning for you all. This upcoming podcast will have spoilers. And lots of them. Because we just can't keep our mouths shut. So if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, which is very embarrassing, you should be ashamed of yourself, be ashamed, then don't listen to this episode. And go watch the movie. And then you can come back and get his plays. Until then, watch the movie. And now on with our podcast. First, we're going to talk about what we liked about the movie, what we didn't, what we thought was awesome, what we thought wasn't, what could have been better, and what could have been worse. So to start it off, we have our OG burner. What did you think of the movie? Um, I thought the movie was pretty good, and uh, my favorite part was probably when Iron Man got the Infinity Stones and snapped his fingers. That was epic. And the saddest part is when Iron Man dies after snapping his fingers, and when he looks at Pepper and says, I love you, Pepper, and then he dies. Yeah. What do you think was awesome? What was the coolest part of the movie? Um. Besides Iron Man. Besides Spanish. Um. Probably. The time travel stuff. Yeah. That was something that we knew from a while ago. But. Honestly. Just sitting there in the movie seat. I thought it was awesome. Was there anything that you disliked about the movie? Um. I think. I don't really disliked, but I wish they like they kept a story going on continuously. Cause there were some some perspectives that were super important, and they just switched to different perspectives while leaving that. Like for example, Thor in Asgard, they would just leave him out like most of the time, and then just. Go back to Iron Man and Captain America, when that's who we wanted to see the most. That that was a lot like in Infinity War, which kind of annoyed me because it was like, all right, so Thanos is with Gamora. Wait, why am I seeing Iron Man? I want to go see Captain America fighting the Outriders. Why am I seeing Thanos with Gamora? I want to go see Iron Man. Like there were just too many perspectives at once. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to add about the movie? <coughs> um. No, not really. No? Oh, other than that it was awesome. Out of 1 to 10, what would you rate this movie? Um, 10,000 million. That's not a million. Trillion. 10,000 million. Trillion. 
It is. It is sex toy. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Okay, alright, we'll give it that right. one. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> alright, now for video. What did you think of Avengers Endgame? Well, honestly, I thought it was really good. Uh, like really, really good. My favorite part, or the part that I found most surprising, was when Thanos was just like mid-sentence and Thor chops off his head. Just like, uh, just got super, almost scared there, you know, that kind of feeling when you, when is the music adding intense and they just jump. That kind of feeling, and he's like, I'm okay. I just thought that was super cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, imagine. Oh, and then the, I just thought it'd be really funny if the credits just suddenly started rolling and that was the end of the movie. I, I was actually going to be honest. I was like, all right, so where's the credits? Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie was just the post credits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Longest post credits ever. But yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty Yeah. What was the coolest part of the movie? Uh, I think the coolest part of the movie was when you saw all of these people just coming out of Doctor Strange's time portals. But not time portals, just portals. Yeah. Uh, they're just walking out of their nodes and nodes in them. And then they go, Oh, I can't go forever! That's pretty cool. What was the saddest part of the movie for you? Um, it's quite sad when Iron Man died. Yeah. And when uh, Captain America was just dancing there with Peggy. That was that was like happy sad though. That was yeah. kind of happy. Yeah, happy sad but still sad. It's like <laughs> what I thought about that scene was like it's what you want for him. But no one you want for you. Yeah, because you're like Alright, so he's nice getting exactly America what he's been wanting. He wants, but then he's not gonna be the big hero in these Marvel movies. Yeah, because like he's been wearing this for 80 years for like more than 80 years yeah but like it's what he wants now but it's like but that means like no more captain america for us yeah it's just so we're like now he's just an old man i have to admit this movie was awesome yeah. though it'll be nice to see falcon as captain america though he's getting his tv show next year in august on disney plus which you can go back to our other episode on that is there one there is one right yeah yeah, okay. Alright. On a scale of 1 <coughs> to 10, what would you rate this movie? <coughs> like a 9.5. A 9.5. Yeah, the other half because I think they kept Thor too fat for too long. Honestly, fat Thor is nerdy Thor. Thanks to nerds, but still. How, how was he nerdy? He was like. Well, did you see him playing the computer games? It was like, hi, I'm, I'm the God of Thunder. If you don't get off the server right now, I'm going to personally come down there and beat you. Uh, it wasn't a comedic game. It was a console game. And if you do like Fortnite, you can follow Bono on Twitter at F, a capital F, uh, lower space A, capital Z, lower space E, underscore lucid, all caps. And he'll cover all Fortnite news and his own opinions on the game and what's happening. But now moving on to Ian. Um, so Ian, tell us about the the game. Tell us about what you thought about Avengers. Well, 
I thought this movie was pretty amazing. Definitely, my two favorite parts were um, definitely when, um, you know, how Captain America just, like, picked up Mjolnir and he was just destroying Thanos. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And um, I also I also like that they put some some humor into this movie, so it wasn't because without the humor, it wouldn't have been as good. Yeah, it still would have been good, but would not as good. Would have just been Captain America and Black Widow sulking around Avengers Mansion. Yeah, but I, no sandwich for you, my sandwich. Yeah. Go get your own sandwich. All the chefs are dead. Dead. But I have to admit, for about half the movie after they cut off Thanos' head. I thought he was just using the reality stone and he was going to attack him at any moment. For a second there, that's what I thought. Cracky. He could attack yeah. at any moment. Yeah. And, but, yeah, I found it wasn't like that. And at, at the end of the movie, I also I thought that Captain America was just going to stay for one more movie because, like, by that time, it was about the end of the movie and he hadn't died yet. And I'm happy that they didn't kill him. I'm happy that they made him have the life that he wanted to live. And, yeah. And it looks like the the new Captain America is gonna be um uh, what's his name again? Falcon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And I I want to share this out, but this movie was definitely amazing. One of my favorites, possibly even my favorite movie. Yeah. And I think you should watch it because it was really amazing, and I know you'll like it. What do you think was sad about? What do, you, what do you think was the saddest moment about Endgame? Definitely when after um, Iron Man snapped his fingers and like you could see like the blood dripping down his face and all the all the characters that circled around Iron Man that like he was close to just just came and and like and Pepper was like it's okay it's fine and then but then yeah and Peter's Pete was like Peter Parker was like it's it's okay and everything and then and then yeah I was really sad. But I heard that they told um the Russo brothers have trust trust issues because I heard that they actually told the cast that the funeral for Iron Man was a wedding scene. It was crazy. Um, on a scale of one to ten, um, what would you rate Endgame? I'd rate it a nine point nine nine because it was good, but there was just. Would you care to um round it up? Round it up. Yeah, yeah, or just basically nine point nine. I'd round it to a ten, but not. I wouldn't put it completely at a ten. If you were to ask me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess it's it's on to me. Hope you brought your popcorn. This might take a while. All right, Sam. You you wanna you wanna explain how Endgame was for you? Yeah, I probably should do that. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'll do that. Ah, Avengers Endgame. Honestly, it was exceeding expectations for me, really. Like, just when, like, Iron Man snapped his fingers, I was like, why did I finish my popcorn? I need more popcorn. And then I was like, when Cap lifted Mjolnir, I'm like, I knew it. I've been waiting so long for this. Finally. And then, and then when, like... When Thor summoned both his hammers and was like, no. and then if we're both in agreement, I was like, I'm melting in my seat. And then when they were all like putting their hands together in a circle with the time travel watches, that was awesome. 
but well, I'm not gonna go to the butts yet. I was like, time travel was awesome. I did have a few problems with the movie though. First of all, Black Widow died. What? Like, why did she have to die? It was like all the like twenty of them. Like, why was it her? Stop saying like. Like, come on. She was like the main six Avengers. She was like, honestly, like she got no proper fight scene. She got no like. Oh, it was annoying. And it was like, honestly, I mean, her death scene was nice. It was really sad. But like, why not a Hawkeye? I know he has a family and stuff, but like, Hawkeye was much better. Like, Black Widow was much cooler than Hawkeye. But you that, can. That scene where they were like fighting over who could jump, who would jump over, that just like was super awesome and sad at the same time. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. no, none of them, none of them should die. You know what? Just throw Red Skull off the cliff. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, have an emotional connection with Red Skull and then throw him off the cliff. Yeah. But then, like, I was also kind of mad how, what am I thinking? The movie was honestly, like, the time travel, like, it was a little bit, I know what you're thinking, it was three hours long and everything, but, like, it was kind of rushed. Like, they spent about, what, like, ten minutes back in time? I mean, when you think about it, like, we saw nothing of the Professor Hulk like the transformation I mean I know it makes sense we don't like nothing about what like Scott Lang saw in the quantum realm so it was a little bit rushed and everything but I did think how they took it out was amazing my saddest part really was it was either the funeral when we're seeing all the characters like mourning Tony Stark you know he's had like such a inspirement of <laughs> most of them or all of them but also when Captain America was dancing with Peggy because I was like that was at the very end of the movie so I was like alright I've seen Black Widow die I've seen Iron Man die I've seen them all mourn over each other I cannot take one more sad bit oh, come on but it was happy it was happy sad though because they were like dancing it was just like Okay, so this movie's getting really calm, but it's really sad. I'm trying to do this for like so many years, and it's exactly what he wanted. Because ah! everybody thought that he was going to die, so I was happy that he did die. Because well, he was awesome. Was but now he has a chance to come back, though. Like the Russos were probably the perfect people to do this, though, because they directed two out of three of the Captain America movies, and I would say most of the movies that he's been in were directed by them. But I, I think that it was a, they they ended Captain America's you know, story in the MCU very well. Like, I don't think they could do it any better way. Yeah. I also just loved Captain America. That was sick. But on a scale of 1 to 10, personally, I got a rate of 3,000. All right, so now we're going to talk about all the possible Easter eggs. Now, since the Rooster Brothers love us so much, there was a lot. So, don't be mad if we go a little bit rushed on this. But to start us off, 
Now, all these credits for these Easter eggs are, some of them for our own, but also from Games Radar Plus. A good website where you can find all the news on games, movies, and TV shows. To start it off, we have... Howard the Duck. Who had a very quick cameo in the movie. When you see Hope Van Dyne for the first second in Endgame, when she's unshrinking in front of all those portals, down on the bottom right of the screen, you can see Howard the Duck coming through the portal. But that's the only time you see him. Number two. The original Jarvis. When they were in the 1970s, after, after Tony Stark had finished talking to... His dad. Yeah. You could see, driving the car or outside, the butler was the original Jarvis, who was a small Easter egg to the Peggy Carter TV show and to the comics, where Jarvis was actually a real person. And this has sparked many fan theories to think that Jarvis's voice was actually based on a, a real person in Tony Stark's life. Thanos's creator had a small cameo. When when they were in the therapy session with Captain America, uh, the when you probably were paying attention to the cameo from the director, one of the directors, Anthony Russo, you probably saw next to him a man with a short beard and a mustache and glasses and a bald head sitting next to him, who had only a couple of lines. And his name was Jim Starlin, the writer of the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline, which was this was based on, and the creator of Thanos. We should say thanks to him. Yeah. Thank you, Jim Starlin, for creating the person that we now do. I love you 3000. Hidden message. The special line, I love you 3000, was the one that had the most meaning in our hearts. Was actually from one of Tony Stark, from one of Robert Downey Jr.'s real kids, who says it in real life. Wait, really? Uh huh. That's crazy. It's also the same number of minutes that every Marvel movie is added up together. Yeah, if you include Spider-Man: Far From Home. And moving on. The, Rus the Russos included cameos from their first ever TV show. If you're keeping up with Anthony and Joe Russo, you would likely know that their first cam their first TV show was Community. And in that TV show included the actor who played the security guard for, for that released Scott Lang and the person in the elevator in the 1970s, who snitched on on Tony Stark yeah. and Steve Rogers. She was in that TV show? Yeah, they were both in that TV show. Which play? I don't know, I haven't seen the TV show. Oh. You may also have been slightly surprised about Captain Marvel's new haircut. That was actually... From the comics. Yeah, it was exactly what she looked like in the comics, with her short hair in the current run of the comic books. Yeah. Well, I must have been a comic book fan who did her hair like that. Probably. But how did they get it exact? I also read somewhere that each of the 
hair and Isha Blackwater's hair in every single Marvel movie was the choice of Scarlett Johansson. Really? Yeah. It's good they put in some choice for that. You may also notice when they were when they were really when they were discussing time travel and they were all eating Chinese food, you may have noticed that Hulk was eating out of a Ben and Jerry's can. Ah, that's an advertisement. And that was actually a Hulk of Hulk of Burning Fudge referenced in Infinity War that Ben and Jerry's made for the Avengers, along with Stark raising ha- Stark raving hazelnuts, which he was not eating. I think I like Scarlett Johansson's hair best when she had red hair. Yeah. You may have also, if you did not watch Iron Man 3 and haven't watched every single Marvel movie, no, then you may have noticed, then you may not have noticed a kid, well, a teenager now, at the funeral scene, standing on his own. That was actually the kid from Iron Man 3. 3 who helped Tony Stark fix his armor. Gave him the Dora watch. Yeah. But now for the, at the end of Endgame, if you, like a true Marvel fan, stayed for the post-credits, you may have noticed that there wasn't any. Yeah, there wasn't. The Rooster's explanation for this was that this was the end, not the beginning. Lots of things, when we went to the theaters, everybody got so angry. Yeah. Like, swear words all around. But you may have noticed a particular crying sound. That was actually direct audio taken from the first Iron Man movie when he was building his first Iron Man suit. And that was really the Avengers going full circle from the end back to the beginning. And that was our Easter eggs for the movie. Who did the director's daughter, Ava Rousseau, play in Avengers Endgame? We'll be answering this question at the end of our podcast episode, so stay tuned. Now for some theories we have. What we think about the future of the MCU, and just some stuff that we saw, and what we think about this movie. Vega, would you like to start us off? Um, yeah, sure. Honestly, I don't have very much to contribute here, but I do have that... Uh, yeah, so S- Sam Sam Wilson, I think his name is Falcon. Falcon, he's gonna become the new Captain America, but I don't think he's gonna do a very good job of it. I think he's gonna be messing it all up because I don't think anyone can be as good-hearted as Captain America can. Yeah, so. well, in the comics, he was that for a while. Yeah, he might be like on his TV show he's gonna be next year. He might be like, he might be kind of like Spider-Man with Iron Man. He like is trying to live up to this like great. Responsibility. Yeah, mm. and it's just crippling him. Yeah. Yeah. But that'll probably, like we saw in Spider-Man, that'll probably like inspire him to do, to be like Captain America, to know that he was his own person and he can be his own person. Mm. Is there anything else you would like to contribute, Vigo? No. All right, Ian. Um, so, um, obviously there's a lot of theories in this, but, um, let me, um, I think that my theory, one of my theories is probably that they, that there is an alternate universe 
that maybe that because you know how when they went back in time they did alternate they went to alternate universes so and then they captured nebula i think maybe in that alternate universe something is going to happen and it's going to if there's a next avengers movie that maybe somebody from there is going to come back and try to I don't know, finish the challenges. But we did see in the Far From Home trailer that came out, episode on that soon, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be uploading more. We've just been taking a little break. But we did see that there is a multiverse now from the stop. Probably also be because of them time traveling. So any other theories that you have? We are open to suggestions. Mm. Well, I, I kind of have um, a bit smaller, but I just want to separate right now. Let Boro get some too. He's next. Can I see mine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so, my think is, well, this is more about real world slash MCU theory. Is that, um, wait, is that Hulk? They're probably going to do um, a movie. Where Hulk, um, where they show Hulk's transformation into Asian Hulk or Asian I, Hulk. I, I, Asian. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they call him in the comics. I guess. That's not what they call him in the comics. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. Sorry. But yeah, there's Asian Hulk. Because <laughs> 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 they're smart. Because they're smart. Because what? There was actually an Asian Hulk in the comics. If anybody's interested in that. That's probably why. Amadeus Cho. You knew it. You have no idea who it is. <laughs> All right, Bruno. Do you have any theories? Um, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um. Again, Bruno loves Fortnite, so don't listen to that. Um. Maybe. <laughs> We pretty much said all of them. I don't have any other theories. No, there's none. No. I, I can have, see you are I'm dying only, too. I'm only going to say two. My first one is that I remember when he was doing, when Tony Stark was saying his final message, right? Yeah. I remember when Morgan Stark was sitting on the couch and he bent over right to where she was and said, I love you 3,000. How did he, if he had filmed this like a week before that, how did he know exactly where she was? Time travel. No. What if, Probably. Uh, while he was dying, he uploaded, he found, he's, it's, it's been a five-year time job. He's probably been discovering how to do this. And he's like one of the smartest people on earth. What if he had uploaded his consciousness into um, that Iron Man helmet? Well, but he no. was just trying to trick the little thinking that. So what if, you remember the Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home trailer? What if, like, remember when Spider-Man took off Tony Stark's glasses? We'll talk more about that he showed later. And was like, oh, my God. What if that he saw Tony Stark? Huh? Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought of something right now. It, where, like, so you know how Captain America went back to time, right? He knew that Bucky was alive. So why didn't he do anything about that? How do you know he didn't? That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's an alternate universe where 
they found Bucky. Alright, well, I have another one. I think, so you know how when you time travel, when you change something, it becomes an alternate reality? Mm-hmm. Well, then Captain America must have created an alternate reality, right? Mm-hmm. So what if he went back in time, and he just, he went back in time to, like, the 1970s, right? Mm-hmm. He, what if he, like, stopped mm-hmm. 9-11, mm-hmm. he saved Bucky, and he fixed all these events, and then, with the help of the Avengers, so he just created, a, like, a reality warp, a reality t- jumping tool. Because, I mean, they invented time travel, man. They can... But if Captain America not travel. smart enough... <laughs> I just said, with the help of the Avengers, all right? They sorry. created time travel. Oh, sure. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, what if he then jumped over to that... He fixed that reality, and then he jumped over to our reality once Peggy died or something. Yeah, because if it was an alternate reality, then how did they see him? But I'm just thinking he knew the exact date and time that Peggy was going to die. And he had to, like, keep that to himself for, like, 80 years. That must have been, like, when Thor was trying to, couldn't tell his mother that she was about to die. Yeah, that must have sucked. So those are my two personal theories. But now we're going to give the answer to our trivia question. So the answer for today's trivia question was Hawkeye's daughter. Who we only saw at the beginning of the movie and the funeral sequence. Actually, and also that part where he was at the test run for time travel. Yeah, but that was it. Yeah, that was played by Ava Russo, the director's daughter. I'm not going to specify, specify, specify which director that was because I don't know. That's the problem with having two directors. Yeah, well, they're twins. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvel for Another Point of View. If you really like us, which I know you guys do, but if you like really like us, you could leave a review or a like in whatever podcast thing you're listening to. To help us get a little bit more popular, to help us get more listeners. And if you still really like us, I know you guys do, but if you like really do, you can follow us on Twitter at Marvel From Pod. And you, I've already said this, but you can follow us on our Twitter at Phase underscore Lucid. Really, I already told you I had a spoiler. How to how to how to write it. And I'd just like to say special thanks to our special guests, Ian and Vigo. You're welcome. Oh, that's just cool. Yeah. Um, can I say something? If you haven't already listened to their previous episodes of their podcast, you should you should try them out. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. Now, thank you for listening. I'm Sam. I'm Laura. I'm Ian. And that's the dog. Oh, and I'm Vigo. <laughs> And we'll see you all in the next episode.